All right, let's let's get to it. Let's finally <laughs> let's get to what I actually wanted to talk about when we started talking about this definition stuff. So 2017, that was the year, right? We went to IJA. Yep. 17. Yeah. Cedar Rapids. And we did this uh, little lecture about the what is the definition of juggling. And so I really want to talk to you. I really want to ask you about uh, what happened since then. But I think we should we could also start that conversation by just talking about what happened there. So we did this 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 little lecture there. Um, how do you think that like how did that go for you? How what do you remember the reactions being? And yeah, how what did you expect from that? Because you had worked on this definition. We'd worked on it so much. And this was the first time it kind of went public. We were we were kind of hyped on it. I remember it kind of being a big deal to us, just personally, because it it affected our lives so much. Um, as I don't know what kind of expectations you had, and I'm, I've never asked you about it since then, really. Uh, so I got a ton of questions about, about what what went down after that. So yeah, how did you uh, how did that experience go for you, and what was what was the reaction to everything? Uh, well. To give a little bit of a context, in in one way it started like, so we had private conversations, you and me, about the definition. And I had done all this historical stuff and all this thinking that we've been speaking about in the previous episodes. And that, the, the first kind of uh, noise that we made to other people was you. You p made a couple of posts on Facebook. Yeah, I freaked out. Yeah, you flipped out a couple of times <laughs> on Facebook. Well, yeah, because you told me you told me what the definition of juggling was, and then I changed my life. And and that was, I mean, this all ties. This also ties into to that there was no forum to speak about juggling. Yeah, there was no discussion forum, so we were left. That's kind of what we had. We had Facebook. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it, what, what did it used to be? It used to be rec.juggling accessed through International Juggling Database, IJDB. Yeah. And then that shut down however many years ago. And I remember at the time it was shutting down. I think I could be making all this up. And it's it's more fun just to, to believe it's true than to rather to confirm the facts or not. But I remember it being like someone saying like, yeah, you know, if somebody wants to take this site over for 300 bucks or, you know, be like 300 bucks or something, you could... Oh, keep, really? keep running IJDB or something like that. I remember at the time being like, ah, 300 bucks, that's a lot of money. Like, let it die. Like, something else will come along that's better. Even though I loved it, just to be yeah. just to be clear, I loved IJDB. Hmm. But I remember at the time being like, ah, do I want to spend 300 bucks on that? Like, nah. And then for whatever reason, when IJDB went away, um, traffic on Rectot Juggling just died. Even though Rectot Juggling is not IJDB, it was just IJDB was a portal to this discussion forum. And to be fair, Rectot Juggling it wasn't like hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> it was like you know thirty active users out of like whatever five hundred. I'm making those numbers up, but it wasn't like a crazy huge hotbed of conversation. But it was the hot. I mean, it was the one central place where you could kind of unite with other jugglers, um, at least on the internet. I, I mean, and, and and therefore, since it was the internet kind of in general. Right. Like, you had festivals uh, that you could go meet people at, but it wasn't really, you know, even, even today, a juggling festival really is not centered around discussions or conversations about ideas or topics or concepts. 
Right. It's about practicing the, the physical act of, of juggling. Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning all of that because it sounds so depressing that we have these conversations that to us are, were like life, change, life changing. And then it's like, and then we went to post on Facebook. Yeah, like well, I mean, after IJDB uh, uh, <laughs> went away, then there was it just everything got fractured. And I don't know if it's really juggling culture that evolved like this or just our general culture in the world of how things developed with the internet because everything with the internet became more niche became more fragmented actually everything was more specialized if you like like i think um already you have inside of juggling culture and a lot of these ideas that are coming now i mean it came from this work on the definition because the work around the work of the definition brought up all these issues with the culture or about the culture or not issues but just ideas around what what is the culture actually it really it didn't just put into focus what is the def what do we mean when we say that we're juggling what's the definition of juggling it became it really made a lot of things more clear as well just like that thing of people being tangled up with their self-identity tied to this idea of what juggling is like that was something i never uh could understand before but it became really obvious once you started working on the definition and so this idea that inside of juggling, I kind of always thought of it about it like this. You have juggling and then inside of juggling, you and, and juggling to say is it's finite, like as a as a subculture, as a genre, whatever you want to say, a community, it's not it's not limitless. It's not infinite. It's not even, I would say, big or even popular if you compare it to many like most other things, if in a very easy conversation here for now. Um, so it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty small little group of, of people. And then that group just kind of keeps getting divided into smaller and smaller groups without any smaller group. Like in one way you would think like, oh, but if we make it more and more kind of specialized, those different sorts of groups will attract other pe like-minded people. Like, you know, oh, so you're, okay, you know, like, like, let's say like this. Oh, you're into hula hoops. Well, let's make a special hula hoop uh, group or whatever. And then it'll attract people who do hula hoop. Like, that will multiply. And maybe in a small way, that's happening a little bit now. I'm just trying to be optimistic, though. I think for me, the image in my mind that happens is you have a piece, of, you have a pie. And you're just cutting it into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces. Mm. So you have the juggling community, then you have the IJA organization and festival. Um, well, you just cut your community smaller. It's not the entirety of the juggling community is is into the IJA or, or even knows the IJA, right? So already with the IJA, you're, you're a little bit smaller. Then inside of the IJA, you have, I don't know, uh, I, don't, I don't have the good flow of this, but it's mm -hmm. like, then you have the, the stage championships. So what what fragment of the IJA jugglers want to compete mm -hmm. on a performance stage? Well, it's those people. And then who wants to do X juggling? And who wants to do... And that's a smaller piece. Yeah. And then who wants to do um, individual prop competitions? Well, that's a smaller piece. And then who wants to do juggling? That's a smaller piece. And I think what, what kind of ends up happening is you, you just kind of cannibalize that same community, like the community eats itself a little bit because it's the same person who's going to do all those events. It's not like those, by having this diversity of events, 
you're attracting a bigger diversity of, of people. Right. You still have a finite amount of people. You're just slicing them smaller and smaller and smaller, and you're going to do joggling and championships and ex-joggling and blah, blah, And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I think what's important to realize is that uh, it, our, our culture um, is really, in my mind, it's really fragile. Juggling as a culture, as the older I get, the more aware I also get. The culture is fragile. I, there's very concrete examples of like, let's say a juggling prop manufacturer retires, like Michael Ferguson, Fergie props, he retired. Well, that was kind of a blow to the community. I mean, one person retires and suddenly, you know, 25% of the American prop manufacturers is gone or whatever it was. I mean, yeah. what, like, who is it? it it's it's Dubay, right? It was Dubay, Todd Smith and Renegade. Yeah. Those, that's, that's your three yeah. main ones. And then yeah. you got Fergie. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to count them as four, yeah. I mean, I'm being overly, a little yeah, overly yeah. simplistic, but not really. I mean, I mean, in one way, it really is like if one person quits or retires or, or goes away or changes or whatever, dies or whatever, yeah. I mean, it's a big deal yeah. to our culture. Yeah. Our, our culture can't sustain that suddenly four people would retire yeah. who, who make props. Then there's nobody making props. Like, I mean, okay, so maybe now slowly we start to have a second generation. Maybe, I don't know, Rio Yabe and yeah. and we got Davide, thank goodness, in Italy. And yeah. uh, so it's it's not completely hopeless. But I just named two names. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't name 20 people. Yeah. There's not 20 new people making juggling clubs this year or next year. Right. So I think the culture, it's pretty fragile. And uh, we can get back to that later. But what, what I... What I wanted to draw that into is when IJDB went away, well, there you go. One yeah. website went away, man. Yeah. And yeah. that's like, it was a disaster. That's kind of weird. I, I, okay, I don't know skateboarding. I don't know rhythmic gymnastics or what, as genres. I don't participate in those cultures. Yeah. It, intuitively, it seems to me, if one skateboarding website goes down, there. The, 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 the online meeting place for skateboarding doesn't disappear. Right. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it seems to be robust enough that there's so many thousands of more skateboarders than so many thousands of more web skateboarding websites, I, w I would guess. Mm. Um, but so IJDB went away. So discussions on rec.juggling died. Okay, then we got Facebook to kind of take over our, our, not just juggling culture, but our everyday lives as well. But then... In, you know, in the wake of IJDB, you had like six or seven websites that were going to step in. They did step in the next year. You had Juggling Junction and yeah, like five, six or seven of these yeah. uh, basically rectoc juggling portals. But again, nothing really centralized or yeah. you know, crystallized that people just all jumped on board and all those sites died. Rectoc juggling died. Um, mm. It wasn't uh, thriving to begin with. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, so then you ended up with, with Facebook and then, you know, the culture on Facebook is just, well, <laughs> I want you to get into this now, but just to say in terms of this conversation, the culture on Facebook is, um, but I'll, 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 no, but wait, the culture on Facebook is, uh, you know, 10 different groups. So it's still fragmented. It's not even like juggling rock is right. the one group because you still have to post your video in juggling home, juggling in Europe, juggling yeah. rock. The second juggling rock, uh, ju Japanese jugglers, you know, whatever. It's still right. it's still decentralized. But but I'll say one thing, like from the outside of your perspective, 
it was a little bit like this for me, like rectal juggling, there would be like a conversation there that was more than, you know, four posts. Every once in a while, someone would post something and there would be, you know, like a little bit of drama or a little bit of disagreement or a little bit of discussion about something for a little bit, right? And then after a while, it would kind of die out, right? And and that was kind of what, what rectal juggling, that was the activity there. And when that disappeared, there was not a, like you're saying, there was not a, a natural place where people migrated to. But so what happened was that you started posting things on Facebook every once in a while. Yeah. You would put up a little Facebook post that was a little bit more thought out than like having tea with my friends today, mm. snapshot. Yeah. You know, it was a paragraph or two of your like uh, current well, juggling thoughts. Yeah, let's say. a concept. A concept or something. Yeah. And I think that ties into this because that was a little bit of an establishment for a little while. Like you would do that a couple of times a year. Yeah. There was something, and they would always be, you know, like sometimes a couple of hundred responses. Like, yeah. People would, there would be a little bit of a discussion there, just to say. Yeah, and, and, and then that discussion would just disappear because it's Facebook. That's the yeah. sad thing about Facebook. Like, you will yeah. never find that discussion ever again, which was a frustration. So we already knew this. We already yeah. knew this because there was a couple of things. When you post them, you don't think too much about it. But we don't really know what the conversation is going to be. And suddenly, like, you realize, like, wow, this was like a concept that you know 200 people commented on yeah something maybe that could have some value to to save because that is the only conversation currently happening in yeah, our we, in we, our culture <laughs> internationally yeah. so then when you then post i'm just setting the so that people understand like the setting of when you then made this post yeah. about the definition of juggling mm. in after talking to me yeah. after that car ride yeah yeah so so now i just to say like it's not as depressing as i posted about it on facebook there was a little bit of something like it there it has a longer well, I think history it, than that i think what it pointed to is that we were very hungry for conversations and not in a the for me again i, I want to say yeah i love juggling as a hobby i love juggling as an art form juggling is my profession it's, it means lots of different things to me. Um, it holds lots of different qualities in places in my life. But I want to stress that having these... I, I don't know why I, I feel compelled to, <laughs> to underline this, but having discussions about what is the definition of juggling and what is the history of juggling and what is, when, when did it start and who created this and who did that. For me, it's not just all academic, you know, intellectual kind of fun thought games or entertainment even or trivia it's it's somehow really intrinsically linked with my work and influences what i do and how i process or evaluate my my work and and i know where to spend my my time and my resources and my energy what i'm going to work on next and all these things hmm. so what i mean was I mean, especially after IJDB went away, we were very hungry to have conversations. Hmm. And I, yeah? I can specify that even more, I think, okay. than just hungry for conversations, because that you could also interpret that, that 
as you were lonely or something, but I think it's even more specific than that. I think it's like this. I don't, sure, you were hungry for conversation, but I think, because this is something that we've talked about also, I think it's this observation that our internal process about juggling is going from an intuitive state to a conscious state. Yeah. And I think that is what was happening for you and for me and for a couple of other people like Luke and like it had been kind of growing slowly this thing instead of just juggling and kind of you have this activity that you're doing and sometimes you speak a little bit about it we really started to line <laughs> stuff up well it's and be funny. like yeah it so it, so and so we're doing this process this this process of conversation and thinking that's moving our our practice from an intu- intuitive and conscious state and what happens when you do that that's really an awakening i think well it's so funny you say that i mean because uh well and just to connect that super quickly to this idea of the definition it goes back to that idea that the definition is not a personal thing it's a community driven phenomenon and so to want to connect to externalize out to a community and like like, how do you do that like i'd love to connect with the community in a meaningful sustainable way i mean facebook's not sustainable for for whatever all these reasons but to go back to this idea about consciousness it's so funny you say that because I mean, now I just have to tell the story about the teaching at circus school in Sweden really quickly, which is that Ivar Hexer gave me the task to write the curriculum for a three-year university degree where you would get a diploma in juggling, and I had to write this program, and I thought that was just beyond reality, being from Ohio, and and ha- having this notion of, of, first of all, a circus school. That's I'm from, in America, there was no circus school at the, you know, when I was growing up and this this idea that there's a circus school and then on top of that there's going to be a program where you would get a degree in juggling for me I took it that was like a very uh imp- I was very impressed <laughs> by this mission or this goal and then on top of that that I should be the one to write the curriculum that was crazy because what what did I know I'm not a I have no accreditation or about in in the academic world I didn't even finish university for my own you know I don't have a university to university degree in anything let alone in juggling and what what does that mean and so um all the time i had to try to define what is juggling what is the point of the school what is the mission what are we doing here what are we trying to accomplish and not taking anything for granted not just going like oh yeah you're going to come here and you're going to learn how to do five ball mills mess and and you know seven clubs and whatever and I finally realized that, um, and this is something we have to get on, get into much later on, but, you know, juggling is very different than the other activities in circus. At least nowadays in, in, in contemporary circus school, juggling really doesn't quite fit in with the other disciplines for many reasons, uh, physical reasons and conceptual reasons. But what, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to really oversimplify now and we're going to have to clarify later. But basically, you don't need to go to school to learn to juggle. You're not going to die to learn the new trick. Like if you're on teeterboard, you're going to try that new flip and land on your neck and die. right? But with juggling, you can try the new trick with very little consequence, probably. In general, like we can just generalize, right? It's an easy conversation. And so I had to really think, why are we in school for juggling? Why, why go to school for juggling? What is the benefit of that? I didn't go to school for juggling. So what can we get out of that? 
then you could say on one hand, well, it's technique. You need a coach to push yourself to a higher level. But the funny thing is with juggling is that we are not at the limit of human potential or human ability. So all is, and that can be seen really easily in like the, the Russian style of juggling where you have like, um, you know, Ignatov and Alexander Kiss, you have like the golden points and you have your, your tempo up, tempo down from the 90 degree angle of the elbow, blah, 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 blah. You have this technical idea, right? Then you have the Ukrainian ideas from like Victor Key with his low crossing point circles method. But then you also have Yuri Posnikov with his high, long, narrow patterns. And each of those people is, is quote unquote, the right way to juggle. So there, there's so what it means to me is there is no right way to juggle yet because we're not on that limit of human ability. Like not everybody's doing 16 clubs or whatever the human ability is going to be. At that point, sure, maybe you could have a school where you're teaching the one technique of how that's physically possible. Like the, I'm sure the 100 meter dash or whatever, like we're at that point as a human race, right? Like that you, you kind of have a running technique that's honed through thousands of athletes you know well i don't know if we ever reach there but but at least it's more refined in there, the, you there you go sure 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 yeah. so uh, anyway i had to search for an idea of why have juggling in school that's outside of technique mm. and so what what values could you hold there um, because a lot of people talked about well you go to circus school to learn posture you go there to learn form and and your coach can push you to say like your left hand's throwing higher than your right hand, blah, 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 blah. In the end, I realized, you know, I don't care if you want to stand with your foot crooked. I don't care if you want to stand kind of bent over. I don't care if your left hand wants to throw higher than your right hand. You know, it's totally possible to do seven balls with your hands throwing really unequally high. Yeah. That's not the point. The point is, do you want to do that? <laughs> I mean... So I don't care if you come to me and your head is tilted to the side and you do your five clubs like that with your head looking to the side. The only problem becomes is if, is if you didn't make that choice consciously. And there comes that word again, consciously. Then I realized the only point of having juggling in a circus school, from the, from the beginning, the only point for me was that your juggling should be conscious. And that's what started me on this journey was all those years ago, Ibar Heckscher telling me, oh, you got to write this curriculum for the school. And I thought, man, what am I, what are we doing here? Are we learning technique? Because in terms of learning technique, that's not really uh, necessary. It's not necessary. So is there something we could do that could be necessary, could, could make some sort of necessity for a school? And what could you gain out of going to a school versus not going to a school? And I thought, well, there is a value in having an outside eye but I don't think there's necessarily a technical value. I mean, I can stand here and be like, well, Eric, you let's take eight balls. Well, you dropped one. Well, your third ball from the right hand was too high. Like, okay, there's a value of that. But at the same time, I don't think it's the most efficient use of that uh, process, just to say. Because um, you could get that same feedback from a video camera, like watching yourself there. But having some other sort of outside... Um, I, and not only in terms of visual technical experience, but also, I don't know, the other, the other parts of like the process of how you learn to juggle or how you use juggling or what you want to do with juggling to have some sort of experienced person helping you evaluate your choices and making sure that you're making choices on purpose yeah. rather than being stuck with default, uh, whatever randomness that comes out. I thought that was maybe a really fun 
way to approach uh, circus school education. Yeah, you said something at one point that was really, really good and concrete, I said, because we were talking about this thing about juggling as an expressive medium and like what do you really express with juggling and you said that you communicate the choices that you make yeah and i think that's really really concrete about because everybody talks about or not everybody but people talk about juggling as an expressive art form and it's difficult to be get beyond that statement but i think that's that's the one time where i've heard that being talked about in a really in a concrete way well i think it's really simple i mean for me i think i think it can be really simple as a conversation where you go like this because i think when you say words like juggling is an expressive art form and then people say what is it what does that express those words seem so inflated and it's so it's so dramatic um when we think about expression we think about huge things like love and democracy and time Mm. and you know, or or if they're not abstract kind of concepts like that, they're it's really concrete things like Romeo and Juliet or whatever, and they're narratives, and so that seems very intimidating. But at the, but in the end of the day, I think um, in terms of, of juggling being an expressive art form, and like we talked about, it's a new art form. What you're expressing is, and, and people also say, "Oh, I want to do juggling that's personal. I want to express my personality." What the, what, what does that mean? Mm. You're gonna juggle like you're sleepy or you're whatever. Mm. Like how? Like what? And 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 also parallel to this, to have the expression come out through the technique, and not through a layer of theater or a layer of musicality or whatever you want to slap on top of the mm. juggling technique. How can that, like, what are you talking about, right? It sounds like a big kind of pretentious mess. It just sounds like a lot of, of nothing in terms of reality, but it sounds like a lot of flowery talking and thought experiments and stuff. No, no, in the end of the day, it's very simple. I think it's it comes down to, in terms of performing for me, that that's when I, when I see, like, a, a video on YouTube of just a bunch of tricks edited together where it's one trick, edit, one trick, edit, one trick, edit. The hobbyist inside of me can be have a lot of fun watching the video and say, oh, that chick was fun or that chick was, you know, whatever. Uh, I never thought of that or that looked really hard or that looked cool. Or, or more often than not, I'm like, oh, that's pretty boring. <laughs> I have to be honest, you know, um, just because we've seen so much juggling. Right. It's, it, but um, uh, sorry. So so this idea that oh, what? Oh, man totally <laughs> well you were... oh, no no express oh no yeah yeah so when it's just it's when it when it's a bunch of like tricks just one at a time mm. i don't get anything out of it in terms other than my hobbyist self being kind of you know interested from a yeah this as a curiosity aspect of oh okay yeah you could do that oh you could you could juggle the three clubs like that too oh okay you know mm. like it doesn't mean anything to me mm. but the second you take two tricks and you put them one after the other for me, I get interested and I go, oh, wait a second. Why did you do your shower before you did your one-up pirouette? Because I would have done the one-up pirouette into a shower. Mm. Oh, there's something about Eric that made a choice that I would probably not have made or whatever. Or I see the video and I say, oh, I yes, of course you do the pirouette after the shower. That makes total sense. Mm. But then I have to reflect on myself and say, wait, where did that thought come from? There's something happening there. There's a process because you made a choice to put one thing after the other. And for me, then the artist inside of me, if you show me a sequence, 
then the artist inside of me gets more interested than the hobbyist in terms of, of getting excited or in terms of the expression of the of the juggling and what is the juggling expressing? Well, very simply, on one level, uh, it's it's just it's it's expressing the choices that you made to put one thing after the other. So I think we can start there. We don't have to get more crazy than that. But I think even to have that conversation is, again, not to sound um, uh, pretentious is the wrong word, but it's important that that conversation it is not had mm. generally in circus school. Or, or other places even with other jugglers talking about your process and your work and just to have this this idea that hey you're making choices and those choices are important and they should be considered and they can be evaluated and curated and and, and meaningful I think that's good to say out loud nobody told that to me before mm. when I was growing up and I find that to me to be one of my most important things that I can have as an artist is the control over what I show you next mm. right that's like a nice thing to say and so, um, man, now we're super far from this. But this idea of having consciousness inside of the inside of an education. Yeah, I, but I can backtrack now. I know where. Oh, we're I at. know where we're at. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you go for it then. Yeah. So, so we're at this point. We're still back at that point with the Facebook post. Well, we want to have a conversation with a bunch of people, and what I wanted to say, and mm -hmm. I mean, I already said that having a definition, you you can't have one alone. Right. There was this desire to yeah. connect to the community, yeah. and I have to say, for me, I had this. I mean, secret kind of uh, hope, but uh, desire at least. Man, we're going to talk about this definition and we're really going to collectively move forward somehow. Like this is a moment that we could start to make something new that's going to benefit, I mean, selfishly me, selfishly me, but I mean, hopefully everybody. That's what I was kind of what I was, but I didn't dare say it out loud because... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for me, like I had... I had gone through it so thoroughly and the few people that I had told that I had sat down and, and talked about this definition stuff with, they all, they all could understand what I was talking about and they all agreed. It was not, it was not a mystery or it was not a, there was a little bit of discussion, but everybody understood what I, where I was coming from and kind of the reasoning that I was doing. And, so, but, but anyway, so you and me had those conversations. You were one of those people that I, that I had that conversation with in, in private. And then you made those, a couple of Facebook posts. And yeah. now I think you, you've, we've laid, we've, un, we've, uh, described the, the context of why Facebook, why, why did it <laughs> appear there first? Now we've explained that. And the other thing was like, why, why have a conversation at all? I think, yeah. Explained that and and yeah and that it was this really this thing about a, some kind of awakening of of moving from intuitive to conscious and in terms of the history stuff that I my personal experience with it was that I was certainly not the first juggler to start interesting myself for juggling history. There's been many people before me, but I think what was happening there was that. I saw history as a collection of information and what I wanted to do in the context of what you and me were doing, I wanted to have that history plus the analysis. I didn't want to say, here's Angelo Piccinelli, the first guy to juggle rings. I wanted to say, here's this event in history and therefore, here's this thing that happened and that's why 
You yeah. know, that's the step that I wanted our collective conversation to move up mm. one bar higher from where we've been as a community before. Yeah. So I think that's very much the context of what, what we were in when this thing started to appear. Well, so, well I, again, the, the definition of juggling, the, all the talks we had, it also brought up a lot of stuff around the culture. And one thing I kind of was feeling, and I guess you could say intuitively, um, was that there was a lot of stuff happening in the culture of juggling around that time. I think there still is right now. There's a lot of, of stuff happening in the culture. Um, like, I don't think Facebook is completely useless at all or, or evil or whatever. Um, and you can see juggling growing and expanding in so many different geographical parts of the world and the community. And of course, the march of time, the 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 technique of juggling always grows for sure. And, and uh, yeah, evolves. <laughs> And I felt, though, that with all this new things that were happening, and you can also, let's tie in the flow, the flow community, too, for sure. There was a lot of activity, but it felt like a lot of the activity was ah, not reinventing the wheel, but kind of struggling with the same things over and over again that a lot of other people had, I don't know, solved, but dealt with, like in terms of the culture of how it evolved or... And I wish I could give you a concrete example, but it was just more of a feeling where I was like, okay, there's juggling in this area now. And can't we skip over all of those struggles that we had before? Um, and can't they just build upon the successes of, of other communities, perhaps? I don't know what I'm saying mm. concretely. But what I mean was I just felt that everybody was kind of working on their own, really. And they, if they could only be unified in some sort of, not that everybody had to hold the same values, but if they could just kind of work, if they could communicate together with each other, we could get so much farther ahead. Yeah. And this idea of the definition really, for me, brought that idea of community uh, to a really nice concrete point. Yeah, I. Uh, the, another observation that I had done around that point was that this definition and the history of juggling, they were actually parts of a greater concept of what is the understanding of juggling as a field. And I had seen, just like you, I mean, I had seen that the, the community and the, the, the practitioners, like the, the, the knowledge is really fragmented. You have a certain group of people they're maybe they're interested in the notation. We have a bunch of these people who are really into site swaps and different ways of notating the juggler, the juggling. Then we have another group of people. They're really interested in technique. Let's say, how do you maximize your skill level? Then we have another very small group of people. They may be interested in the history of juggling. Then we have perhaps another group of people. They're inter interested in the performance of juggling. Let's say. And this is very fragmented. And I mm. wanted to look at juggling from the outside and be like, okay, this is the outline of the field. These are the different areas of knowledge within that field. How are these areas connected? And how do we, what happens when we get an overall view of this field? And what does that understanding look like when you have that, 
you know, bird's eye perspective right. and knowledge and the ability to connect these different areas of understanding. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was at that time, I was talking to a lot of other practitioners from other fields. Like I was talking to architects and I was talking to painters and artists. And it's like, you're not going to find an artist that has never heard of Rembrandt or Picasso. You're just not going to find it. Not, not, not only an artist, but, you know, my mom. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, sure. You could, you could go <laughs> even to she's that. Not, right? She's not right, a right. painter. Right. And I talked to someone, like, just recently, I talked to someone who's, who had studied psychology. And, like, I'm not, I don't, philosophy and things like that. I'm, I'm not, you know, into that. But, of course, I've heard about Freud and yeah. people like that. So I, so I asked him just out of curiosity, I was like, so do you, when you learned, you know, when you were in your psychology, you know, BA, MA, whatever, did you, did you read about these people? And they were like, well, you know, we had, you know, the basic course so that we understand the kind of the rudimentary ideas that the field is founded on. And they kind of just brushed that aside. And I was just inside, you know, inside of me, I'm just like crying, right? Yeah. Because something that's just taken as completely for granted in another field, we don't even have that conversation. Right. We don't even have, it's just so fragmented. Thank you. That's, that's what I was trying to say before. I mean, I couldn't articulate it, but that's exactly it. Where the culture, like we have so much growth, I think. And energy coming into the jug into juggling as a uh, whatever as a community whatever you want to call it, as activity whatever, um, but there's just no common references and you you're right. the one who really, uh, who talked about that first about this idea that, yeah exactly that that, it, it, everybody in the world knows who Mozart is even if you're not a musician, right but then you want to talk about 1895 in Cinquebelli, mm. well how many jugglers have heard of Cinquebelli, right. And not only, and I, I just want want to to. But not, but not, not only have they not heard about it, but it's not important in the right. culture to hear about it. Right. And what you understand, what you need to understand is that what difference does it make to you as a practitioner of an artistic field if your artistic field is a hundred years old or four thousand years old? Yeah. Like that makes a huge difference in terms of the choices that you're making and the areas that you're gonna, you know, dive into. Yeah. It has real, like, real consequences for you as a practitioner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something we need to understand better, I think. Well, we're jumping, I mean, we're jumping into the culture here, which is good. I, a couple of random thoughts in the culture, since we kind of seem to be going in that direction, is, again, we, we have, it's what you said before, the culture is intuitive. And we have all these things built into the culture. This is a story I've told a million times before. Um which is that when I learned to juggle, somebody said, throw the first ball, throw the second ball, throw the third ball, and then smile. And just this, you know, at the time, whatever, I was, what, seven, eight years old or whatever it was. And, oh, okay, I'm going to smile now, right? But looking back on that, that's so, I don't say wrong or messed up or confused, but it is very specific <laughs> if you think about it. And I always think now lately when I tell the story, I always think about what if that person had said, throw the first ball, throw the second ball, throw the third ball. And now, did you know you could make up your own tricks? That, that would have just changed my life. And they would have had a few simple tools of how you could or, or ideas of how you could make your own trick. I mean, my eight year old self, I mean, my life would be completely different. And my point is that as a culture, it is intuitive right now. 
but we have the chance, we have the power to hold values that we that we kind of commonly could agree on and we could push the culture forward in a certain direction if we could kind of get together and have a conversation at least. And I'm not saying it has to be one way or the other. I'm not saying one way is more valid than another. I'm just saying I can I can imagine the power of having those conversations as a right. as a community. Right, right, right. And also that yeah, so that idea of um I, I, I mean, another random idea pops to mind, just connected of this idea of like with somebody who somebody who taught me uh, when I was young and they would have said, and now you're going to juggle rings. And that was done by Angelo Piccinelli. Yeah. And then that I would start to care about that, that I would start to care about that idea of, of who juggled rings, yeah. not not because it's an egotistical thing that we all need to claim ownership over whatever. It's not that I'm just talking about values of that. What we could put inside the culture. And so I always, I mean, we should do a, we should do a little discussion later on about plagiarism or whatever, Mm. but this isn't necessarily about plagiarism. This is just about me thinking about juggling as a culture. I started playing a game a few years ago where I go up to somebody. If I see them at like a festival, like let's say EJC, and they're doing a trick that I think is is fun or for whatever quality, <laughs> whatever reason. I go up to them and I say, "Hey, that's a cool trick. Did you make it?" And then they can say two answers. They say, "Yes, I made it." Then I can say, "Oh, that's cool. How did you make it?" Hmm. And then they can say, "Cause I did it. I mean, this is this is a, I did this all the time." And I mean, the best one was Toby Walker. I went up to Toby Walker and he was doing a club roll on his shoulder, around his neck. I said, hey, that's super cool. Did you make that up? He goes, yeah. I said, oh, how did you make that up? And he said, well, I've been watching a lot of videos of baton twirling. I go, oh, that's cool. Mm. Not that I should go copy the same trick from him or or whatever, but this idea that you could, or even that I should go watch baton twirling videos, even though, you know, that's a great idea. Yeah. Maybe I should go watch videos of something else besides juggling that could translate into juggling. I thought that even that concept at the time when I asked him was kind of revolutionary for yeah. me. Yeah. And it, and then also you can, you, you can say to the person, did you make the trick? And they say, no. And I go, cool. Where did you see it? Right. And if, and 99% of the time they just go, I don't know. I don't know, because it's not a value that we hold as a community to have these discussions. Yeah. And um, but, you know, I mean, hopefully the I mean, conceptually, the idea is that they go, oh, I saw Toby Walker do it. Right. And then I can call Toby and have that same conversation. Did you make it? Yes or no. If he says yes. Why? Oh, baton twirling. Like I can trace back the lineage of a technique. I think just I think that's super fun. And you actually told me one thing. I mean, this is years ago. When did we meet? When did we meet? Two thousand and one or two, one, I think. Yeah. Came to the so school. you probably told me this around two thousand two or something, mm. and I never forgot it. I haven't brought this up probably since then, but you said to me, um, "Man, I really love juggling. It's super fun. I-, I wish the culture was deeper." I was like, "What are you talking about?" And you go, "Yeah, I wish there was more of more components to juggling to love." Like, what do you, what do you mean, man? Like, you can throw the balls in the ring, clubs in the rings or whatever you want to do. And you're like, no, 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 man. Like, you know, I forget what you were into. Maybe you were into skateboarding and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like you would get a sticker to mm-hmm. put on the skateboard. You would get accessories. You would get, you know, T-shirts and, and whatever. 
the culture was filled out a little bit more than just the actual activity. And that always stuck with me in terms of this idea that you have a culture as a hobby that you're super passionate about and you want to go deeper into that. So it's not just juggling the balls and the rings and the clubs and throwing them in the air and whatever else and watching the videos. It's also like decorating the things or having a zine, like a magazine about, I mean, Juggler's World and Cascade and like all these things up in the air, uh, two-ply press yeah. and stuff like that. that. That was like my life, dude. Mm. And I, I, and when you, when you said that to me when we met, you said, yeah, I wish juggling culture was deeper. And then you started to explain and kind of, again, map it a little bit to other subcultures that you, subgenres that you were into. I was like, oh my God, I can't even, you know, you just shattered my mind because I couldn't, I was just imagining growing up, having all these other aspects to juggling, to be passionate, of, to, to, to pour my passion into. So when I say stuff like, oh, we should find out where chicks come from. People generally, I've, I've generally been met, uh, I mean, again, it's like 90% of the people are just like, oh, that's a funny idea. Like, they don't care, right? They just move on. But then the, the 2 or 3% who are angered by it for whatever reason, um, it, they're like, no, but chicks are free and they belong to, belong to everybody. It's like, no, it's not about ownership here. It's because I'm passionate about what I do. And wouldn't it be fun as a culture that we all kind of valued the evolution of tech? I just think it's fascinating it's another thing I think we when we when you talk when you told me about having like stickers to put on the ball or whatever you wanted to do. Um, I've I mean, totally you, forgotten about that. Oh no, but you had I mean we had the first idea of Renegade Design Lab. The very first idea was you had accessories for clubs. We had a hook, and we had a a, a ring, a little plastic ring that you could screw onto. You could unscrew the end of your club of your knob and and then put a little plastic hook and screw back in your knob so the hook was sticking off of it and on the end with the you know the cap mm. you would unscrew the cap and put this little ring plastic ring there so that the knob of one club could hook into the the, right, the right, ring right, of the right, cap yeah. of another club and those were going to be sold in you know sets of three in a little like plastic baggie with like a little zine and maybe a sticker to have to have a, a deepening of our culture like a, a little funny uh, kind of thing and I remember when you told me that um, I was also super passionate about music at the time, and I think you were too. And it, we 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 connected over a common reference, which was, um, you said, you know, it's like when you're in a band, when you're into listening to a certain band, you want to track down all those band members and see what bands they're in, and that's something I would also do. And I mean, it's probably just the generation that we're from, uh, the the cultural moment we're from in popular culture where. Um, it was before, you know, iTunes and the internet where the it's the death of the album, right? So on iTunes, right. it was the new generation. You could buy a single. So you would just buy the popular song. You wouldn't even buy the whole album. Yeah. Whereas our generation was like, oh, I'm into that band. I want to hear the entire catalog. I want to hear the entire album from start to finish, not just the single. But I also want to research. Yeah. Who- a big, big thing for me was the thank you list. Because yeah. you'd you'd buy the album. And you'd look at the thank you list and you'd look at all the other bands that this band thanked and then you right. could look them up. That was like huge for me because there was no internet, you know? No, totally. But I mean, I feel the same way about juggling that you could go down these rabbit holes and not, again, in terms of ethical or moral or ownership or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? It's just for fun. Because I think it's super... You had Tell really quick, you had this band story about Bad Religion and the... The bass player you told me earlier today on the phone. Right, right, right. Yeah, the story was that's about 
that's for the plagiarism thing though no but i no, can't no. Okay. No, go for it we just talk about the music okay you go for it yeah so the story like i was when i was young i was really into a band called minor threat and the bass player from minor threat brian baker he he was in a number of bands but he's one of these like super influential musicians so he was asked in an interview he was asked if he was bummed out when people tried to sound like his band or like stole you know snippets of his music or their sound or things like that and his response really blew me away because he said that when he was younger he would be bummed out when he would hear bands that obviously like had like stolen his sound let's say but then when he got a bit older he said that he realized that part of being influential is allowing people to be influenced by you yeah and and i thought that was really yeah, that was really cool. Like, there was really something there. And it also comes to, like, what you aspire to be like as an artist. Like, do you aspire to be an influential person? That you, you're, what you do have some kind of impact? Well, how does that impact, you know, what, what kind of footprint does it have in the world? What kind of consequences does it have? And I think it is part, part, part of that is allowing people to be influenced by by what you do i mean of course there's some there's there's boundaries perhaps i mean it's it's it can be interesting to talk about nuances of that but as a general statement i thought that it had a lot of truth all right well in terms of being influential so now you're at the ija 2017 right 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 but okay so we're <laughs> so you put i i just want to see so that we don't forget a step because so you posted on facebook but just to say which we hadn't said which we have not said you didn't write what the definition was or anything like that. You just said that I just told you, right? Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that you did, because we were, I forget how we were invited to the IJA or if you were invited first, because we had the opportunity to give that lecture. Was that well, no, Dan's say, idea? Yeah, yeah, because we because the uh, Facebook post had kind of been a thing that had been buzzing around. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. And then we we happened to be both invited to this festival, and then Dan Holzman asked us yeah. if we could give a lecture. It's super cool of him to do that. Yeah, that was really cool of Dan yeah. uh, to do that. So he asked us, can't you do a, de a lecture about the definition of juggling? Yeah. So we decided, okay, let's let's do that. Let's have this conversation in public. I mean, first we just to say, since we're talking about it, we actually had this idea because he asked us to do a show, and we were first gonna do. I mean, we did do the show about the definition of juggling. Just we didn't call it that, because I had this idea we were gonna do a show and a lecture, and I thought that'd be super fun to do the show first and the lecture second, and have people know that kind of be the context. Um, because you could really practically explore what the definition meant in terms of, yeah. I mean, it, it's like all those examples we gave uh, the past few episodes of like putting a ball on the table and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it'd be super fun to have that as a, as a context for an artistic exploration, I think. Yeah. Like, especially in this very specific context of this festival and blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, at first we were going to do a show in the lecture and then we decided that was too heavy. Um, and, and actually, I think... Um, Dan was also, and also it's just to say rightly so, Dan was a little bit uh, pushing us in a different direction. And I'm glad he did. 
but I think it was really funny to, to still have that idea that we were going to do a show and a lecture about the definition. That was maybe a little bit too hardcore um, for, the, for the situation. But anyway, so we just did a show. Um, internally, it was about the definition. Right. It just wasn't publicly. But also, just to say, the, the Facebook post where you said, Eric just told me the definition of juggling, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. My life has changed or whatever it was. So yeah. That, what was that? Six months before the festival? No, probably earlier, but yeah, even whatever. longer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was, and it's surprising to me now how many people were interested to, they were really like, oh, but tell us now, like, what's it going to be? And then a lot of people started speculating like, yeah, but I bet it's this. Well, no, 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 no. A lot of people started again, giving their definition. Right, right, right. <laughs> Which just doesn't work. Yeah. That's not a thing. Okay. They well, can give you can give your, your future definition, but you right. can't give the yeah, this is my Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, well that's just not true. Yeah. Like, no, thinks. anyway, so the, it was that Facebook post, whatever, six, eight months in advance, and then in the in advance of the festival. Yeah. And then it's two thousand seventeen, Cedar Rapids, Ohio. Iowa. Iowa, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> my European geography <laughs> Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah. And then we're there and we did the... Oh, yeah, because you were asking also about the video. Because that also there. You said you put a video up. And I did that. But after. Was that after? I thought so. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all after. Yeah, yeah. that was after. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so we did that lecture then... And the layout of the lecture was that... Well, we did the two snakes. We did the two snakes, and then I explained... No, I don't know. But, how, yeah. How, but yeah, but how did that go for you? I mean, were you like... Do you remember being like, yeah, that was awesome? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, let's see. Okay, so first of all, what did I expect? I expected... Like I said, for me, secretly, I was kind of like, yeah, this could be a moment when we could really collectively get some energy after the death of IJDB. Which, right, I mean, looking back right, on that, right, it's pretty right. naive because there was no structure in place for that to happen. But still, you know, just to be honest, that's that was my desire. I remember now. I remember now what I was thinking. Yeah. I did not think that we're going to do this lecture and now everybody's going to be convinced and on sure, board sure. and it's all going to be no, know, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Sure. I did not think that. Yeah. But I thought that I would lay this out and then we would have a conversation about what I, w what I was saying and about my findings and about my data points right. and about that analysis. Mm. And that conversation never took place. So what conversation happened? It was just the same old. What, of what? It was just, no, no juggling is not that. Juggling is this. Mm. Right. That's what happened. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> you didn't know juggling is not ball spinning or whatever like uh, yeah or, or that's nice that you have those thoughts but i have these other thoughts right right that's that's i mean it would be interesting to <laughs> i don't know of course there wasn't i don't know did we have we had a little q a after yeah, yeah yeah we did have that and there was a little bit of discussion but i felt like I mean, I understand not not everybody are comfortable like 
having like a public discussion like how many people in the audience was there I 150 maybe yeah, yeah. something like that so like small small auditorium mm. and i understand that that not everybody want to just like be like you know but blah blah, blah 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 and i also understand that it's not so easy to keep like a full lecture in your head yeah. with new ideas so mm -hmm. maybe i shouldn't expect too much but a couple of people came up afterwards and said that it was really interesting uh, but just to say that yeah. just to say that that kind of general feeling that i got the vibe too where people are like yeah that was interesting yeah but it wasn't like oh that was relevant to me necessarily or that was important to me or you know what i mean like yeah it was not a, like a new starting point for like right. an elevated discussion compared right. to what we had before yeah it was basically some people are like okay that was cool that was some new information thanks but then the people that had a problem, it was just the same problem as mm. they've had before. Well, let's. I really want to talk about. That. I want to get back to that. Um, but I want to. I want to. <laughs> so you made this video after the after the after the the lecture at the festival. Um, yeah. But but more interestingly, then I mean, then you, yeah, go. Then you took it down, and I just want to know why did you take it down? Right. So yeah, it's not really like I put it up there and then I took it down. What okay. it was, it was like this. Oh, is this a we had <laughs> we had we had a forum. We had a juggling forum that or you had. Yeah, yeah. You had object a juggling episodes. that was object called episodes, yeah. object episodes, and you had established that how many months in advance to the festival? Mm, I don't know. A little bit, a half yeah. year. So there had been a few discussions there about yeah. different things. Yeah. So I made a short video. That basically, where I gave the definition without any longer explanation, and the intention of that video was that to pull people to that forum to mm. have that discussion. I see. That was the intention of the video. Gotcha. Like, here's a super general, mm. brief summary of the definition. If you want to understand more, if you want to know more, if you want to dis discuss more, mm. go to this forum. Gotcha. Okay. And then it was up there. I mean, the video was up for a year, and we had. Oh, I see. Then we had that long conversation, long discussion on the forum. So that happened. Yeah. But that was what in between what ten people maybe. Yeah, or less. <laughs> ten people or less, like. Yeah. If we're talking like really active people. Yeah. There was a couple of people that had like a little bit of a yeah. put in one or two things, but. Yeah, but just and just, yeah. but just to qualify that number, I mean. Again, this is post IJDB. Yeah, it wasn't on Rectot. It wasn't yeah. on Facebook. Right. So, what did I mean? We didn't expect much more. No, we we did not. I would say. And that was a nice forum. Like you could put pictures, and it was it was a really nice place. And I did like just to say like I did ride that discussion out until it died out. Like, yeah. I answered everybody's question to the very end until the whole thread was just silent and dead and gone yeah and then what happened after was you ran into some technical problems in right. terms of the how the forum just just internet wise and then the forum was taken down and my video like i took it down because i, I saw that it had fulfilled its purpose was to get people to that to that uh forum so, yeah but also uh, yeah. just to say that i wanted to say um, I mean, we never talked about this really, but the forum came down. I mean, we could have fixed the technical problems, but uh, the I remember you telling me, well, the discussion has been had. Right, right. <laughs> we had the discussion. 
Yeah. And in one way, it was over. At least in that place, at that time, the discussion was done. Yeah. And I remember we were saying, well, we're paying for this website, we're paying for this forum, let's, uh, let's pay for something else with that money. Yeah. Let's make another project. And we actually wanted to have a, have a podcast. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. But yeah. what I wanted to ask was, from that whole experience, what do you think the result's going to be? Because I, I, uh, I had this idea when we were deep into the discussion on the forum and everything else, um, that including, including me and you maybe almost, but in the future, in terms of the generations, the new generations of jugglers, it really felt to me like a parallel experience to site swap. Cause I'm old enough that I remember when site swap came around on rec.juggling. Hmm. And when that came around, that was not cool. Right. That was not okay. That was not juggling. It was not something you wanted to do or it was it was controversial. And you know what? After, you know, the evolution kind of went like it was controversial. It wasn't valid. And then after a while, it was around long enough and a lot and enough new people came along that SiteSwap was the new thing for a few years. It was the new thing. Oh, you heard about this new thing, SiteSwap? And now what is SiteSwap? It's just a thing that exists in the world. It's not controversial. No new jugglers coming along learning site swap going like this isn't juggling and yet also no new jugglers coming along learning site swap and being like juggling is only this it's just site swap has become one of those things in the world of juggling that people can do or not do it just is it's just there it's in the culture it exists and i've been around long enough to go through that whole process uh, to observe that whole process and I, i think talking about this definition of juggling and also having the experience of Renegade Design Lab with the different shaped props, different shaped rings and different shaped clubs and everything. It just feels like possibly in a few generations, all the people who struggled with the, <laughs> the definition idea and, and they're just going to be gone. Either they're going to they're be too old to juggle or they're literally going to be dead and I'm going to be dead and you're going to be dead. And... There's going to be a new generation of jugglers in 50, 60 years or whatever. And then that's just going to be the definition of juggling. Not that simplistic, just to say, but it feels like it could have that sort of process. That, that, not, that, not that what your actual words were in terms of the definition, maybe, but that there is this idea that there's a discussion around it. Hmm. I don't know. That could be a thing that could be around in 50, 60 years with no problem. What yeah, you, maybe I don't know. Like, you don't feel that? I, I'll say a couple of more observations on in terms of like the communication about the definition, and, like the forum and all and the conversations that I had. Yeah. It, one thing that I didn't expect was that. So it's like some people that I explained the definition. Uh, this definition ideas to they've been like, oh yeah, that's cool, like. Awesome, I understand it totally. Th- yep. That's totally how it how it is. Like no controversy, no. Totally. They understand it right away. Yeah. And then there's there's people who just they're just blocked forever. It seems like I'm sure. trying to think if there's anybody who after like a long conversation has been like, oh, now I finally mm, get it. I see. So it seems to me as if there's. 
there's other aspects to this that I didn't anticipate. There you go. Like, I do think that there's been some people in this conversation who maybe they feel threatened as an authority in juggling, mm, yeah. which I just didn't think about. I, th- I thought I was just making everybody a service mm-hmm. by thinking about these things and by sharing these ideas, right? Right. And, like, here's, like, just a clarification, and maybe that helps someone else's thinking. Right. And I never saw that as a threat to someone's authority. Yeah. And that has clearly been the case. Well, again, I mean, it is that threat to people's identities where you're you're defining who they are. Right, right, right. I mean, there's that... yeah, that fear. Right. right. So that that was that was a surprise. Uh, but like in the afterhand, like I guess I can understand it. Uh, the other thing that I thought was that was so self-evident about this definition stuff was this to divide juggling into into two things. Like that there is this specific activity and also this group of activities, like the sports and the basketball. Yeah. Like, that to me is so obvious now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, sure, like, okay, relation to the three-ball cascade. Like, I understand that that maybe is, like, a complicated concept to grasp, grasp, whatever. But that this division between between group of activities or genre yeah. and, and the specific activity, the N plus one, like, that seems so obvious to me like i cannot unthink that thought (laughs) yeah you know yeah yeah and it's and and the thing it has so much utility that's the thing Mm -hmm. like if i think about juggling if i think about the conversations that are being had in juggling if i think about the ija specifically Mm -hmm. about the competitions and about like it seems so self-evident that that's the case so that's kind of surprising to me that at least that part hasn't been like yeah taken for granted in terms of your comparison to side swap that that's just self evident now as a tool of learning juggling or looking at juggling yeah. is this definition going to have the same position in 10 years let's say well we could just say already that what you just said yeah. what you just said about the genre in the specific yeah. activity i think it could it could occupy the same yeah, rhythm that side swap went through in terms of like it's just taken for granted, like that part at least. Maybe, maybe I don't know, like if it has as much utility as side swap because it's not connected to the to mm-hmm. actually juggling. Yeah. Like side swap, if you learn it, you will actually juggle differently. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you understand this definition stuff, like it doesn't really change your juggling. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So it it is about thinking. It's not about. Mm-hmm doing so i think it's different perhaps there but yeah let's wait i mean what it changed i mean what it changes because going back to this idea well where is the growth in juggling and it is in these new communities and different geographies and and i think understanding this idea of the genre versus the specific activity that exactly uh like you're saying it doesn't maybe necessarily change your personal way you're (laughs) whatever moving objects around right but in terms of how you organize a community yeah Right. Like you're just saying, IJA has this competition and like it's yeah. It, yeah, it seems like if you had this conversation once, yeah, you would solve all those problems. Exactly, yeah. If you just looked at juggling from the perspective of sports and basketball, like there's these two things yeah, that yeah. the word represents. It seems so Yeah. super e- easy for me. Yeah, I mean, but that know. gets into the part of the definition where um 
that is kind of the leap of faith. I mean, there is some sort of observation you made that was um, ar not arbitrary, but but could be interpreted differently about this idea of relating to the to the default form of, of the three ball cascade. So what what um, do you want to do? You want to talk at all about why you picked the three ball cascade instead of the shower or something? Yeah, I mean, a good. Uh, we spoke a little bit about it. Maybe I can elaborate a little bit more i mean it was that observation that i saw that somehow the three ball cascade the word juggling can mean the three ball cascade mm -hmm. and the word juggling mm -hmm. it, it, it's not specific in terms of any of the other activities like when you said hey teach teach hey can you teach my sister how to juggle there you go yeah i know what what's going to be taught there yeah and also if you tell me, hey, my, my brother, he actually know he learned how to juggle yesterday. Yeah. I know what he learned. Right. He didn't learn the shower. He didn't learn the shower. Yeah. He might, he, if he, if this is, uh, you know, 50 years ago, he might have learned the shower. But right now in 2020, yeah. he learned the three ball cascade. All right. And everybody knows this. Right. And, uh, and I, I just thought that, okay, if language, if, if this is a thing about language and it's about representation, what a word represents in language, and this is an honest observation about that specifically, well, then I sh if I'm going to be honest about it, then I should incorporate this. Yeah. If I'm trying to identify the definition of juggling, I should, I, felt, I just felt obliged to somehow incorporate this mm -hmm. into the definition right well so now, okay so now just just to be super clear yeah um looking back oh go ahead yeah a, a couple of other things about the three ball cascade okay it seems to be also that it is the technical foundation of juggling and what i what i mean about that is that let's say you want to learn to throw behind your back or learn to throw under the leg the first pattern that you do that out of is the cascade. Mm -hmm. You don't do it out of the shower. Mm, right. So it's the technical foundation. It's the it's what's what we teach, the first thing we teach. It's somehow also what we take for granted if we hear that someone knows how to juggle. Mm -hmm. And funnily funny enough, the Egyptian women on that wall, the oldest trace of juggling, I've been thinking a lot about that. So we don't know what pattern they did. Yeah. Like, okay, so if we bracket the small, small possibility that you mentioned in our earlier conversation that it isn't juggling. Right. Let's say they're holding two... It's a ball game two, of some sort. Well, even not even that. Let's say they're holding two rotten apples in their, in their hands mm. and there's a one smashed rotten apple on the wall behind them. Right. Like, sure, there, we, have to, right. we have to accept that there is a tiny, tiny possibility that it is something like that that's these pictures are are, are showing yeah. but let's say okay let's make that small leap of faith that it is actually throwing and catching of balls that is being depicted then the next question becomes okay what pattern is it if it's cyclical mm -hmm. if it's not just one throw uh so if it's cyclical what pattern is it and so one of the women has their one of the women has their hands uh, like that. How do you explain that? Oh, like at a 90 degree angle from right. each other. One is horizontal and one is, yeah. Right. And the other person, vertical. the <laughs> other woman has their hands like side by side. And the third woman has it's their crossed. hands crossed. Yeah. So those are the three pictures. 
so the so we don't know what the patterns are there but if one of the women has their hands crossed mm -hmm. and we know and if we make the assumption that that's an extension of what the other women are doing yeah both you and i know that to do a shower with your hands crossed that's pretty complicated that's a really complex pattern whereas doing the cascade with your hands crossed is not as complex right so therefore if i'm gonna bet my life on this <laughs> sure it's possible that one one of them is doing the cascade the other is doing the shower and the third one is doing something else right that's yeah. the possible that's one possibility yeah yeah another possibility is that it, it is the same pattern and one of them is crossing their their arms in that yeah. as an extension of that pattern well if i'm gonna be a if i'm gonna be a betting man then i'm betting on the cascade rather than the shower <laughs> That's you funny. Know? Yeah, yeah. So that so in terms of probability, the Egyptian women are doing the cascade. Wow. So so that's that's a little bit of a funny yeah. aspect to the three ball cascade as the def default form of juggling. That it's also high probability that it's also the oldest trace that we have mm. of this thing, this activity that we have communally agreed upon is juggling. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Anything else about the cascade? That was it, right? That's it. Well, l looking back to 2017, you, that's three years ago. You still, um, do you still think what you originally outlined then is what you, what you're still into now in terms of what people mean when they say the word juggling? I just want to know: has there been an evolution since <clears throat> then? Well, not in terms of the understanding. There has been a little bit of a development in terms of how how it's communicated, how you talk about it, how yeah. I talk about it, and that's perhaps hopefully something that's still gonna evolve and i hope well, that I know. other people also gonna add you know thinking to this process the one the one thing that i should say and and you've also heard us say this like sometimes i talk about the group of activities and the genre of activities and maybe i should clarify there that when i first wrote about the definition i wrote about the genre of juggling as as the group as the equivalent of sports mm -hmm. the i talked to some people about that and they go oh genre that's not what genre means to me mm -hmm. like a genre is a specification underneath a yeah. group yeah. if you think about film for an example yeah, yeah you have film as like the overall umbrella right. and then you have each of the genres yeah, like, like horror. comedy yeah. horror etc yeah. right and i understood there that okay yeah it could be taken from that side too yeah. so to talk about a group of activities rather than a genre of activities is perhaps more succinct. Yeah. So in my later talks that I've been doing, I'm talking about a group of activities okay. and a specific activity of that group. So just okay. that, that's been yeah. clarified. Yeah. Well, I know, I mean, I know in the past three years, you've been, you send me a text document about this, you know, once every few months and mostly, I was, they're, they're kind of talking about something else than what you've been talking about before. And I, at one point I said, hey, have you really, you kind of stopped talking about this idea of the relationship to the default form and you stopped talking about the group and the specific activity. And I thought, mm -hmm. oh man, have you kind of changed your mind somehow and or found that to be less relevant? And you, you told me, you said, well, again, when you proposed 
that first attempt at, at communicating the definition, you um, you thought you were going to kind of have a conversation jumping off from that point or, or around the method of arriving at that point. But instead, you were kind of having a, a conversation. You, you kind of realized that a lot of the groundwork you were laying for the context of, the, of that discussion was missing. And these text documents you sent me over the past couple of years, they've been more around kind of having a pre-conversation before having the conversation you wanted to have. Um, if that, would that be accurate to say that you've kind of been trying to find out different ways how to express? Uh... Yeah, I, what I realized is that I did so many years of thinking and researching and stuff like that on my own in terms of understanding juggling history and understanding the development of that, that sometimes maybe I have to, you know, bring people up to speed mm -hmm. in terms of that knowledge. Because, and also just to say about juggling, we don't have a, an established foundation of knowledge in juggling. Right. We don't have the equivalent of knowing who Picasso is or Rembrandt or Mozart. We don't have that even as an establishment. So it, and if you if you don't have that, then you don't really know where people are in their thinking. Yeah, they might not have even heard about the Egyptian painting. You know, they just know of juggling kind of the in the same way as how you relate to to throwing a frisbee in the park. I don't know the the history of that. Exactly. Right. No, and that's and that's kind of funny. I mean, a great example of that is remember we met that 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 guy who came to Sweden school. He was like an exchange student or something. He was a juggler. He was going to school. L listen, he was going to school. It wasn't. It wasn't a person in a park throwing a frisbee. Right. <laughs> he was going to school for juggling, and he and it was the year we had Michael Motion come here, who invented the the genre of of juggling as art. By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was going to meet Michael Motion. This guy. He had never heard of Michael. Yeah. He never heard of him. Unbelievable. And I said, and we said to him, just to see what was going on in this dude's mind, I said, hey, so who came up with the whole crystal ball kind of stuff? And he said, Nicolaus, who is this very famous French juggler clown guy. The German, I believe. But, okay, okay, but, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And he, yeah, exactly. And he said, because um, that's who he had seen mm. kind of do it first or, or, or some similar style or something to, yeah. to what everybody else is doing. He had never seen the triangle. He'd never seen, uh, he'd never heard of Michael. No. And, you know, again, fair enough. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a terrible person or that, you know, I'm better than him or whatever. I'm just saying, look, just observing, looking around at the world. We're in this thing called juggling. Yeah. We're going to have a school where we teach juggling, but a student in that school. So what role, you know, does the education have in terms of, whatever all the you know like you're saying common references and, and what good is all do i'm not i'm not saying let's not we're not going to go into all these answers right now but i just want to make that a point and say like that's for me that was pretty shocking right that this, this person because we're not even talking about chinko belly right we're talking about michael motion yeah who in the age of internet you know there is there is the michael motion who had a tv special i mean it, you know it's not whatever yeah. information is more accessible than it used to be etc i mean yeah, yeah, it's kind of and going back to this idea of tracing down the bands who they thank in the liner notes and just that this guy, you know, it's just kind of inconceivable to me that as a juggler, 
who is like enthusiastic and passionate about what you're doing, you wouldn't even have heard of Michael Motion. Right, right. It's pretty far out. But, um, but sorry, not to get sidetracked there. But what you bring up is like you're saying a common. We're not even talking about a common set of references here. We're talking also about a language to have a discussion with. Yeah. <laughs> so let's so and, and that's kind of what you thought where that was all going to go once you talked about this definition of juggling. And in fact, when we had the forum objectepisodes.com, we jumped into right before it closed, we started to have these little conversations about the language of juggling and what is a what was it what is a club or I mean we had like different categories of uh, different topics of defining yeah, you had, didn't you have one about what is a club? And it was all, like, all these language categories. You don't remember what they were? No, I don't. You don't remember any of that? No. Um, yeah, Amaron was really good on that, on that thread about what defines a club. And we had, oh. we even made a new category for the forum that was about language. I have it all screenshotted somewhere. Okay. Um, but what I wanted to get to then was, um, going back to this idea of what does the word drop mm. mean? And... This is just another good example of uh, of how things evolve. And it's kind of funny because it, it, it can also be about how the culture and the technique evolves. And, and it's not a frivolous intellectual exercise to have these conversations. So we used to have this word drop that meant, well, you're throwing and catching. You're doing N plus one. These techniques were from Rostelli or whatever. Well, if you dropped, it means you missed and the thing fell past your hand and hit the floor. But then, you know, it was really Luke Wilson who in, in the modern times, he came around and was just like, well, look, we have all these new techniques. We have the uh, contact juggling for yeah, establishing the community. And we have uh, now you can say a lot of the flow arts where you don't release the object, but you manipulate it. This idea of manipulation, whatever that means. Um, where you're not letting go of the prop. And so, in that way, uh, you don't really drop it, but you can certainly mess up what you're doing. And so, Luke came up with this idea that a drop is a failure of intention. But uh, having a conversation with a lot of jugglers, I also do that drop exercise, my master class, and I start to say, but what other words do you use? And people say, mistake, or I made a mistake. And some people go as far as to say, well, I did my sequence, but I had two drops and five mistakes. There's all, there's all just different levels of detail that people use. And it's just all personal, I just want to say. From person to person, it changes. I don't use the word mistake. I use the word drop. If I'm trying to make a trick look a certain way um, and I don't let anything hit the floor, like I'm catching the Nine Club Flash Willie Columbia style, <laughs> Willie Columbioni style, where you're like, bear hugging all the all the clubs just so they don't hit the floor i don't think for me that's not the definition of like i wouldn't say i didn't drop um but at the same time i think if i did like a five club cascade and i caught one by the wrong end i wouldn't say i dropped Mm. you i would say oh it was messy or it wasn't clean yeah (laughs) but i didn't drop i I had a bobble i had a I, i i wouldn't say the word mistake my point is, again, as a community, we're completely, like you were saying before, intuitive. But these other words, it's not just the definition of juggling. It's, it's, it's all of our language that is really, when we do have a chance to have a conversation, it is really holding us back in one way just because of the time element that you, you have to provide so much context 
if I meet some, like, look, look, me and you, we've been working together how many years? 20 years almost, or 15 years or whatever, right? Um, if we're in a rehearsal and I say to you, um, okay, the, what you're doing is boring. We have a shorthand context for that word boring. You know what I mean, probably. We can have a pretty productive conversation with that comment. Or if you say it back to me, oh, what you're doing isn't good, or what, you, or do more of that. That's really good. These words like boring and good, they're so general that if somebody, if I went and met somebody else, I go meet your mom, and then I do something, and she goes, oh, that chick's boring. Hmm. I don't know what she means. Like I don't know what quality she's talking about. Or what value does she hold? What context is she speaking from? And so there's just this idea of in terms of the juggling community from a t even a technical language. Drop. <laughs> juggling we don't even have a common way to speak and we have to give all this context all the time i don't have 15 years to when i meet the new person i don't have 15 years all the time to speak to them to know what they mean when they say the word drop but when you say the word drop i pretty much know what you mean and i think we can intuit many of these things and we, that's how we've got along all these years in the community I mean, obviously this is not a prohibitive problem that's stopping people from juggling or stopping juggling from evolving or stopping communities from forming but I think on one level, is it is really stopping our growth. It's inhibiting our growth as fast as it, we could grow. Like, it's really a, it's really a, a real problem. And I want to ask you about what is it, what you mean by technical language, because um, you had a lot of thoughts under that. But before you do that, I just want to say one more thing I've been doing lately in all of my teaching work the past two or three years, which has been super fun. And it's been, um, again, it's, it's a little bit misleading because it wraps juggling into this idea of performing. And I really, I really, we could talk more about it later, but I'm really adamant for some reason about keeping juggling and performing separate. Like juggling is one thing and performing juggling is a different thing. They're not inherently or, in, you know, intrinsically the, the one same. I don't, I don't smile after I do my third throw automatically when I learn to juggle. It's, it's a different thing. So... This is a little bit tangled up in that mess, but um, I've been really, it's been really fun to ask students and have discussions with other artists about what are the divisions of time? What are the units of time? Starting from big, the biggest one you can imagine, to the smallest one you can imagine. And it's super funny. It's like, okay, we can say show. Let's take that as the largest unit of time. I mean, you could say career, right? I mean, we could get very philosophical and existential about this. So lifetime, <laughs> and then what's you have your lifetime, and then you have your career, and then oh. in your career you have a run. Of, but let's not go to the extreme, right? Let's be a little bit more reasonable. So we have show, and then inside of a show you have a little bit smaller, so maybe a half, like the first half of a show or the second half of a show. And inside of a half of a show you have a, what, like an act, let's say? Like if it's a variety show or something. And inside of the act, what do you have? Well, you have a sequence. Or, uh, yeah, you have a... Yeah, uh, let's say sequence. Yeah. Uh, inside of a sequence, what do you have? You have a trick. Is that a shorter version of a sequence? Yeah, let's say you have a trick. Yeah. And then what's a trick? What's shorter than that? Well, a throw. Or a transition, maybe? Yeah, maybe a transition. But Combination, is, maybe? Exactly. It gets messy, but it's yeah. also fun to, die, to really nailed down and peeled away as small as you can is there something smaller than a throw is there something smaller than a catch in these ideas i mean going to the idea of a transition i just have yeah we could say something like move or detail or maybe. grip grip yeah. yeah grip is one we came to at one yeah. point where it was yeah. just like 
before you even do the throw or the catch. You have to grip the four clubs for the seven club, you know, start. You know what I mean? That's true. You have a grip. Yeah. That could be a, that's a technique. I mean, that's yeah. a thing people talk about all the time. How do you hold the rings in your hands when you start? You know, Gatto had that crazy pinky yeah. thing with the club, the fourth club <laughs> in his pinky. Fifth, I believe. Or no, fourth. fourth for the seven. Even the fourth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, but this idea, you bring up this idea of the transition. And I think, again, kind of observing culture, how culture has been going um, and language. But, but uh, growing up, I think I always did... Um, I always did props. And what I mean is, um, you know, when I was juggling in, in the, in the mid eighties and I would want to tell somebody, Oh, I went juggling yesterday. Oh, what did you do? I would say, I did balls. I did clubs. I did mm. devil stick. And then a few years later, I don't know when I should figure it out. Let's say in the early nineties, maybe even it, because especially when site swap came around, it was easier to do this. But I is oh I went juggling yesterday. What did you do? Oh I did uh, I don't know worked on some back crosses. I worked on you know Mills mess or four four one or I don't know. It became not props but it became tricks or patterns. Because it also became tricks or patterns that you would do with like especially sight swap you would do with different objects. It wasn't just tied to balls or rings or you know whatever. And then after a while so I started off doing props. Then I then. It, the language kind of evolved in my local community, at least, to doing tricks or patterns. You would talk about that. Oh, I worked on some four four one body throws, and maybe that's just juggling itself being more and more conceptualized, mm. right? Expanding in terms of the possibilities. And then after a while, I noticed that. So tricks was the thing for a long time, man. Tricks were, like, you would go to a festival and you were looking at people doing tricks. And I remember every year you'd go to the festival and you would try to pinpoint what is the trick this year. Because everybody would arrive from different yeah. areas of the world. You know, let's say 1989 IJA Festival. And there was the famous three ball open where everybody jammed out their three ball tricks. I mean, it's just still legendary, at least in my life. <laughs> and people would come and they would do these tricks. It was about what trick did you do? And it was a singular thing. You would do a pattern or a one, one moment, uh, discreet yeah. moment that was a trick. It wasn't about the sequence or the flow or the whatever you want to say the routine it wasn't about the routine it was just oh you nailed that trick yeah and uh every year at the ija especially like you could say the late 80s early 90s or through the 90s even maybe even today especially ejc as well a little bit later on in that process like late 90s mid 90s there was always like something in the air where somebody would come from argentina and somebody would come from canada and they would be doing the same new trick yeah. And it was always fun to go to the festival each year and dream up and try to imagine, oh, what's the new thing everybody's going to be doing this year? What's the new thing everybody's going to be doing right. independently? There's something bubbling in the community of the, of the evolution of technique around the world. Yeah, I have an example of a trick like that yeah, that happened at one festival. It was uh, WJF 2005. Yeah. I went to in Las Vegas. And... Uh, Matias Salmenaho mm -hmm. had taught me, you know, the Jackie Chan pipe trick where you take a club and you catch it with your thumb. Oh, you're going to embarrass yourself on this recording. Keep talking. You know what I'm talking about? What trick I'm talking about? I know what trick you're talking about more than you know what trick you're talking about. Yeah, right. So I, I had <laughs> learned that. You know I where that trick comes that. from? Yeah, Jackie Chan. No. Yeah. No. No, it's not Jackie Chan? Well, not in terms of the juggling world. 
Right, right, right. But he did it in the 80s. Yeah, but that's not where it came from. I, I know for a fact. Oh, you know. So, so it, it's not someone saw Jackie Chan do it? No. And did it with, oh, okay. No, no. Okay, well, Jackie Chan is the earliest reference, at least. That's cool. Yeah, because yeah. I forget what which film it is, but he does it with a pipe. In, mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. In, uh, in, uh, so he should have... Some. I mean, Matthias made the reverse of it. No, I made the reverse Oh, no! Ha! Because Matthias showed me that, and I thought it was so cool, and then I was like, I gotta fucking figure something out here. <laughs> so I made up the reverse and showed it to him when you catch it with your with your pinky. That was before I played my game of where'd you get that trick? Anyways, so <laughs> I came to WJF, and we were doing some fucking... Uh, whatever juggling you know jam little okay. juggling jam there okay and Wes Peden was there uh-huh and I did that trick and he freaked out and then the he forward looked. or the reverse the, the the thumb the original yeah yeah the Jackie Chan pipe thing okay and he uh he learned that and thought that it was a super cool trick and then of course since Wes learned it then everybody yeah that spread and that was a thing in the US for a while you remember that yes and the yeah. person who made that trick is Basile Nancy. Oh, okay. Basile. And it came from his really particular style of rolling clubs on his body. That makes sense. And he came yeah. up with that. He had a bunch. He, had, he didn't do the reverse variation. We did a couple of little other variations of it with both hands. And he's the one, obviously, who, who... I mean, he's also the one who made the trick of rolling the club. Uh, you flop it on your shoulders and it goes behind your neck. You duck your head down right. and it flops back. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is him. Well, the the flip flop back. That's Toby Walker. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Toby and then Christian made Christian Bombick made yeah. some variations, and but Basile did the the head flop mm. and made all that other stuff, and and uh, then he did that, the, the what you're calling the Jackie Chan thing, but it came from a thing he used to do with his shoulder and his neck and stuff, mm. and he made that trick. Okay. And Matthias saw it, but everybody saw Basile do it too, at least in Europe. Okay. But for sure, WHF was the. But, but, I mean, it's a little bit, I mean, it's a fun example of, again, this evolution of how stuff spreads through the community. Yeah. But I'm saying at those festivals, people would have been, would have been doing the Jackie Chan m- movement on their own and all come to the festival. And there's like two or three people doing the same trick that year. It was like every year there was mm. one trick that two or three people had independently invented. And they would come, it was something bubbling in the, and it was really a game in, in a period of time of like, what was going to be the trick this festival? Um, but then what happened was after the whole trick thing, and this would have happened like, I don't know, now I'm too old to remember, mid-2000s or something, maybe around, maybe last half of the 2000s, it wasn't tricks anymore at festivals, it was sequences. It's like you go to, you go to the IJA or the WJF, and, uh, everybody wasn't doing tricks anymore, you have your sequence that you jam out on the, on the gym floor. Everybody had their sequence, and it was all about connecting the tricks and having this flow and having a really amazing uh, four or five or six or seven tricks in a row that led one into the other. And what was cool about that was suddenly in the, again, this it's so hard to talk about, but this amateur hobbyist community versus the professional, whatever. I'm talking about juggling as the community in, in terms of a, what, a technique and not as an art form. I don't know how to talk about it. We have no language. But suddenly, because we were doing sequences and not tricks, transitions became valid. So you could have these little moments of technique inside of a sequence on the the gym floor where people were freaking out 
Like, oh man, look how he went from that trick to that trick. That was so cool. Whereas previously, if you would have done, if you would cut that transition out and take it on its own as a moment in time and shown it like five years earlier, people would have just been like, oh, that's a terrible trick. Mm. That's not something you should do. That's not cool. That's not something I respect or want to do or whatever. And so this idea of having sequences suddenly made transitions valid. And so my, my, uh, yeah, my fantasy actually is that, or this little thought experiment is that what's the next evolution of this kind of culture? And that would be that you, you only do transitions. I think that'd be so fun mm. um, to have this idea that you take these little in-between moments of technique and you start to only value those. And what would that, what does that become then in terms of moments of time? We were talking about shorter and shorter moments of time. What's mm. shorter than a trick? Well, maybe a transition is shorter than a trick. And then you start to have a whole sequence of transitions. Is that possible? And I think just in this very, very short time right now, in explaining this little stupid thought to you, this little joke or whatever, a, a sequence of transitions, you can already see the importance of language that we would have upon our technique. I'm not talking even as an art form. I'm just talking about as, as jugglers chilling in the park. Because the way we speak about units of time it, it can affect our technique in a really concrete way. Just make a sequence of transitions. I mean, that's a fun assignment I like to do, too, when we're working in school sometimes. And just things like this, where it's like, can you take the language and twist it a little bit? Not for the sake of twisting it, but, you know, with some concept and with some sort of thought in mind. And how do we talk about what we do and how do we conceive of what we do? I can tell you that as an artist, but also just as a juggler uh, who started juggling as a kid, um, I love this idea of making a sequence of transitions. I think it's way. I think it's really fun. It's really inspiring to think about uh, to organize my technique in a certain way, and that's all just comes from playing with language. But again, I don't think playing with language um, it could seem frivolous or something. But um, playing with language doesn't mean like gratuitously just like, oh, let's speak poetically about what we're doing, but really kind of having a codified or like a method and a thought process, I think it's been really beneficial. It's proven to me to be very beneficial at least yeah. personally. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Uh, what do you, you, so, okay. So you want to talk about this technical language? Let's do the technical language and then we can uh, move on to something else next time. But th let's see what this technical language means. So you're talking about that when you have, this definition of juggling. Right. We have already the problem in the technical language. We have well so juggling, and then we have juggling. And I proposed earlier yeah. we could have toss juggling. There's already one little technical language, like example of a technical language. Well, so I, I saw it like this. I was thinking about it. Like when I understood that you can't decide what language means. Like you can't make up. Right. You can only extract meaning from a language use that's already there. So you can collect the data points and see, okay, what's this person talking about here? What da, 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 and then you make a definition out of that. Well, but hold on. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I want to understand what the literature is talking about and why we ended up in the place that we ended up in. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do that first and try to explain that. And when that is done... What I can do after that is that or I or anybody could propose a technical language 
that is more specific. Yeah. And in terms of like this, do I mean, someone could write a document, the technical language of juggling right. by Steve Stevenson, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just write a bunch of terms and what they mean and wh why this makes sense. Because they're more specific than, than the than the language that's that's out there, like for example, if you if you need more, maybe you need more detail to your you know you have a, your trick and then you have your transition and you have your bill and you have a and you have your grip, maybe it is possible to artificially go deeper in that sure point if if needed yeah if, but maybe that's not a fantastic example but there could be other ways but for an example okay now if we recognize this situation that we have we have sports and basketball and they have they're represented by the same word mm. we have the group of activities juggling and we have the specific activity of juggling okay that's that's not excellent obviously a lot of confusion between those two if we if we're going to speak about juggling so the obvious thing there would be that a technical language would then propose different terms to to represent these two different concepts. Right. And then if Steve Stevenson did this, you could just refer to that document and you could go, well, mm -hmm. in Steve Stevenson's document, the technical definition of juggling, the group is represented by this term and yeah. the specific activity by this so this text that you now gonna read yeah uses steve stevenson's mm. terms yeah yeah and then that would be done right right and you could think that steve's terms are stupid or silly sure. or better but then you could write a better one for your right and you could have a you could even for for a book if you if you wrote that or even you know in a conversation that we're having right now we could you know in the beginning say that when we say the word ba it means this yeah to clarify because we mm -hmm. don't have language that's precise enough right so that's why we're doing this and then that right. would be you know yeah that would work i mean companies do that all the time in terms of technical specifications exactly. and inventions right exactly. so it's not a it's not a completely outlandish thought <laughs> right so so that that's what i was thinking and I, I and i thought that we would quite quickly reach that point after i had done this this <laughs> lecture and this conversation about the discuss the, this discussion about the definition of juggling i thought that we would not immediately but i thought that pretty soon we're gonna reach the point like all right everybody understood you know yeah what 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 the problem has been and and now like what do we do mm -hmm. but yeah at that point we 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 have not gotten to that point. we had a couple of good conversations on object episode forum about a technical language do you remember any of those i mean i one of them was about because once you kind of define well talk about the definition of what is juggling there's also what is the definition of a juggler right yeah and you kind of have those different things and you could start to say well because that really means, again, so many different things to different people. Um, like a juggler, wasn't it Dan Holtzman? What did he say? A juggler is a person who makes their living by juggling. Right. It's a profession. Yeah. Right. And that was very clear to him. Yeah. But still, uh, that's not, that's pretty ambiguous to, to other people, though. You can say, oh, look, like if you go to the IJA festival yeah. and there's a juggler, or sorry, there's a person in the gym who's juggling. <laughs> 
you're gonna say, oh, look at the juggler there, but maybe they don't make their living by juggling. Right. So there's a there's a tangling of of what is a juggler, right? Right. And yeah. there was there was there were some proposals perhaps of how you could uh, specify who what you meant, who you meant. Yeah, you have a couple of I've looked a little bit at that, like in terms of what people mean when they say when they use the word juggler and. Like Dan was saying, like you could see juggling as a profession, yeah, but you could also see it as an identity. Like, yeah, exactly. I I identify as a juggler because juggling is my main yeah hobby hobby or that activity. I'm interest that yeah. I'm doing. So yeah. therefore, I am a juggler. And you also meet people who strongly identify, like who 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 do juggling as their main activity or pastime or whatever, right? And who would refuse to call themselves a juggler? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Whereas you would see them and go, "Oh, well, you're totally a juggler." Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not. A, I just do this for fun. You're right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because you could. That's a th- that could be a third category. Then a juggler is a person who knows how to juggle. Exactly. Yeah. And I've heard people say that. Yeah, my mom's a juggler. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Everybody is in our family are jugglers. Exactly. I've heard people say that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, I think I know what they mean there. Yeah. And they know it's, it's, all pre- it's kind of unlikely that all of the family members are professional making money through juggling. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of unlikely. But right. Yeah. And then you have, and also specifically, we're talking about they probably know Three Ball Cascade or more advanced, right? Yeah. But you could also talk about, you could also come into the IJA gym and you, you could go, oh, look at all these jugglers. Yeah. And then you see someone doing devil stick, someone doing Diablo, <laughs> and maybe they, maybe they know how also to juggle know, yeah. three balls, or right. they don't, right? Right. But they would still. So then you have that thing about the group of activities and the specific mm. activity yeah. that a juggler could also s- signify someone who is a, a, a participant in in the activity of of juggling mm. of any kind yeah. in the group of activities. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm inventing that. I'm just saying that I'm I'm observing that as a use of language exactly. that people are doing. Yeah. And then you could also say, I've also seen you know someone comes into a room and there's someone juggling in that room, and then there's a bunch of other people. You could go look over there. That that that's the juggler. So it's also an observation. Yeah. Someone active with the activity of juggling. Mm. Whether they identify, whether they're professional, whether you know anything, yeah, may or maybe they even don't know how to juggle yet. Maybe they're even practicing over there and they're failing. Mm. And it could be look at that guy, look at the juggler. Right, he right. Seem to be doing so well. <laughs> right, right. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so there, of course, a technical language then could then propose different terms for all those different yeah. things if there's use for that but maybe there is use for that in some document or some study or some mm. aspect right yeah and so what's your what's your dream i mean if, if you snap your fingers and have <laughs> like you would have a fully developed technical language that everybody understands or you'd have local pockets at least or you just have at least have the documentation to like what do you what what would you what would be your perfect world? But also, what do you think is realistic? I mean, do you have any sort of hope in this direction uh, now? Yeah, I mean, my hope is that. Yeah, it would be fun if we could have. A better discussion in the community, like better as in. That it was. 
uh, more productive. Yeah. That we got further. Right. You know? That would be nice. Because I've... This, con- this confusion about the, the definition of juggling, that's been for a long time. Yeah. Uh, well, just to, just to... I realized when you were talking, one, just a crazy example of how confused that conversation has been. Like, I remember one example that would sometimes pop up. Uh, um and and that was that some people could ask me you know what is juggling is diablo juggling and then some some sometimes there would there would be someone who kind of with a smirk or trying to play the game but mm. but you could tell that part of them were curious for real and they would pose this question is a chair juggling yeah totally you you've heard versions of yes, that too absolutely is a car juggling yeah and I realized that, and that's actually where where this comes from. This when I realized that oh, it's a genre of juggling, and that comes from exactly that. It comes from two things. It comes from that question, and it also comes from the WJF is juggling an art or a sport. Mm-hmm. Because when I was thinking about that, and I realized no, juggling is neither an art or a sport. Juggling is an activity. Yeah. If you compete with that activity, you can make it a sport. Yeah. But if you do something artistic with it, it can be an art, yeah, right? Yeah. So juggling in a, is an activity. Mm. And w- when so I saw that from the other side. I saw the big umbrella of activities. So juggling is a genre in the overall thing of activities, a genre of activities. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So that is the origin of that. Mm. And it's also a specification in terms of that question. Is a chair juggling? Well, at least I can get you this far. No, juggling is an activity. Mm. <laughs> can right. we get at, can we get that far at least? It's not an object. Mm. It's not a mm. yeah. something else. At least we can narrow it down that much. It's an activity. Cool. Yeah. And I think that's that's that that's something that maybe maybe we could at least get that far. That's a wish. That's a concrete wish. I mean, for I mean, for me. I'm not going to let you off the hook just yet. Wait, wait, wait a second. I mean, for me, I think it would just be so fun to have these discussions. And I wish, and I think it would be so fun to have a, 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 a place to have these discussions. I'm just so lost. Like, I have no... Like, where do we have these discussions outside of me and you in this room, you know? Besides a one-on-one experience, of, like, I can call my friend or we could, I guess, go to a festival. And But that's just so inefficient. I mean, we're, I'm going to have, like, a a lively open discussion with like lots of different people and lots of different ideas. And I'm, I'm pretty lost on how that happens. So I just want to push you for one more little answer and maybe it doesn't go anywhere, but um, what, what would be the next step in having a technical language? Like for real, like what's the next step? Is it you? I don't know. Making, I... making a little document and then putting it where Facebook status. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I'm, I'm maybe not the guy to do that. I think it should, it should, it would be good that there was first a conversation, I think. Where? Somehow between some people or <laughs> look at other technical languages. Like, mm-hmm. can we map something? Like, do we have do you... to invent the wheel again? But where should it, that take, <laughs> pa- take place? Yeah, I mean, it would be great if there was a functioning forum like the object episode forum. That was great. Like, it had all the functions that i would like from a forum and it's not facebook yeah so that was fantastic so but in terms of you know 
it, it feels like a very, in one way, insurmountable problem where you have this, this thing where it's like, okay, as a community, it'd be so cool to have a big discussion as a community, but there's no infrastructure in place to have that conversation. And on top of that, there's not even a cultural value of a discussion right. like that. So, I mean, that would be, that'd be a different story, right? If like the entire juggling community, whatever, whatever that means, yeah, <laughs> but um, or even not the entire, but like even a lot of the juggling community, or even a small part of the juggling community, yeah, wanted to have some sort of discussion about these kind of things, and it was lacking the infrastructure. That's a different story, right? But I, I don't. It seems like we lack the infrastructure, and we kind of lack a centralized kind of, I don't know, centralized desire. But yeah, I do think so. That's 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 true, and I think that. So, it's me, you and me like for and a couple of other people that we perhaps we saw a lot in discussions like this and thinking like this and and meant a lot to us and our processes and our sure, sure. kind of internal you know path of where we're going with our thinking but i i don't know like i haven't it hasn't gotten that much traction just as a as a line of thinking even not i'm not like yeah. the ideas but, apart you know okay but then but then the but then following on from that then isn't it logical that you know me and you make our technical language between us as a starting point cuz what else are you going to do yeah sure sure yeah. <laughs> i mean just just to say like as a proposal like maybe it has to start with two people and then maybe it doesn't go anywhere, but maybe who knows? Who knows who sees it or what happens afterwards? I mean, you'd hope something more than just I don't know. But I sure yeah, I think I would start to I don't want to just be uh, defeated on the yeah. I would start by identifying where in the language that we use already, where are points where we lack specificity. Cool. And so the last thing I'm gonna poke at you before I let you. <laughs> take a break <laughs> what do you what do you say about this idea of object mani manipulation like let's confront that as the last language definition thing that we can have a little talk about because that is yeah. the other thing you hear because going back to this whole like going way back to this whole idea of uh what is ball spinning nope juggling is n plus one so ball spinning is not juggling well what is it and then you could say well it's things that jugglers do that's not a thing but a lot of people would also say, well, it's object manipulation. Right. And then the question becomes, is there such a thing as object manipulation? I mean, maybe they're starting to be one. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Okay, so if we recognize for a second, we play with the uh, this idea that juggling, we accept that juggling is two things. It's juggling sport, the sport, the group, mm -hmm. and juggling basketball. Yeah. It's the, the specific activity. And mm -hmm. we're like, okay, those two concepts are represented by the same word. So I think the first idea was to find a new term for the group of activities. And that would be then object manipulation. Right. So you have juggling, which is then the word that represents N plus one. Yeah. And you have object manipulation, which then represents the group of activities. I think that there has been attempts of talking about juggling like that. Yeah. For some and that that's not new. That's been around at least since the late nineties, right? Yeah. Right. Some yeah, yeah. I would Oh yeah, probably, earlier, earlier. Maybe even earlier. 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 Yeah. For some reason it, Nine, like early nineties. It doesn't stick somehow. It it, it 
it's just well, something it's, about it that maybe it's too broad. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you want to talk about object manipulation, again, I think the conversation falls down when you, obviously, when you when you analyze it through a technical standpoint. Yeah. And I think that's still what a lot of people are stuck on. They're yeah. stuck on technique yeah. as, a, as, a, as, a, as a definitive quality. So then you say object manipulation. Well, I went to have sushi yesterday. I used chopsticks. That was object manipulation. No... You know, and it goes back to these more um, meta definition definitions where it's uh, manipulation for the sake of manipulation, or yeah. It's what, what and I think also like the use of the word object object manipulation has also I've also seen a lot of attempts to be like, yeah, we have kendama, yo yo, and I feel like community and culture and identity is probably stronger than than the natural properties of a mm. activity. Mm. Like it's better to, it seems more useful to categorize by community and subculture, if you want, Yeah. than, than by the nature of, of, of well, what's again, happening. Again, because it's like... Again, by context rather than by technique. I mean... Right, because like when you hear like, oh yeah, yo-yo is part of object manipulation, cardistry is part of object manipulation, it's just like those those people aren't hopping on, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and just to say, neither should they have to. Like, mm. I think we have to leave people alone too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, the, yeah, because you're you're in people's identities and people's lives in such. I mean, a there's way. a good. Like, I don't want to categorize other people. So I don't know. I don't know how this caught on. Really, I mean, this is a product. Well, I'm speaking completely with. I have no knowledge of any of this. I'm just yeah. guessing. But you know, when X Games came around, it was like alternative sports. Right. And that name, alternative sports, that kind of was like. A, I don't know if that was a. A grassroots movement or just a marketing term that's that stuck or didn't stick yeah but it kind of did encapsulate this kind of extreme sport extreme sports there's another kind of buzzword or like another sort of like you have your sports but you have extreme sports or you have alternative sports yeah and i don't know if those are it kind of feels like object manipulation is in the lineage of that kind of thing where you have your yeah, and I think also your, object manipulation, it has a couple of other... Your category, but you're trying to... It has a couple of other problems, because then we already use language so that we call, for an example, the people that do Diablo. We all, they're already called jugglers, and they're already in the juggling competition, and they're in the juggling catalog, and they're in the juggling <laughs> school, you know? Yeah. So what are we going to have? Then object manipulators, is that the thing then? and object manipulation competition like it seems like we have to restructure the entire uh, the entire culture then so i've been drawn more the other direction to specify the specific activity to call that toss juggling that's the mm. that's how i've been that's what i've been gravitating to that seems more to have greater utility than to go and and give the the group of activities mm. a new name because it's so it's so established already we should we should learn we should like learn french and maybe talk to some people from canada or something i remember going to see the premiere of allegria in 1994 and then you had uh, elena lev doing hula hoop act mm. and she was listed in the program as 
object manipulation mm. that blew my mind i mean 94 and i, I was mm. just like what wait what's that right and then she did a hula hoop act i was like but i'm so confused is it wait what and that i've never heard i mean i so i've heard soleil they never say and i don't know if that's specific to their company again i'm, yeah. I'm really ignorant to all these things. maybe it's a cultural thing there i don't know but they never really generally would say juggling it was always object manipulation that was kind of curious i thought yeah, the, the, you bring up another great point, and that is uh, something, is this thing about positioning yourself outside of juggling. Right. And that's something that I've, I've noticed that people are doing, because juggling, for some reason, in the circus, juggling has the lowest status out of all the... Mm out of all the disciplines mm -hmm. i don't know how we've ended up in that position maybe it's because we don't require rigging in the schools or maybe because we don't put our life on the line in the same way or it's because it's not physical in the same way i don't know i someone can can do a study on that but and maybe someone has the other another experience than i have but i've always had the experience that juggling is the least has the lowest status in in the circus out of all the disciplines yeah and there's something there that i've i've sometimes felt the tendency from people to say they call it object manipulation rather than mm -hmm. juggling to sure. kind of try to elevate it to or, a higher or, or status obscure it at least uh, yeah something yeah yeah <laughs> because juggling isn't good enough yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so i've been a little bit allergic to that sure and being like, and you kind of strip it from like we have a history we, that I've discovered that it's so rich. So I yeah. want to connect. Yeah. I don't want to separate th this group of activities from the history. Yeah. It would also be a separation there. Like, okay, are we going to start talking about the history of object manipulation then? Yeah. Right. Like, what do you do? What do we do about that? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a good idea. Right. Like we have a history of juggling, and we have, uh, yeah, we we should we should uh, elevate juggling, I think, and and it should be valued higher. I'm I'm more for that fight than the other fight. Yeah. I know you're dying, but look, I, I really want to just get all this language stuff done in one shot. So, <laughs> other thing I thought of, sorry, but what do you say to this 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 idea that? Um, this definition of juggling, what you were just talking about, object manipulation, how you position yourself to the external world. Where, how does this, how does this definition talk go, or all these ideas go in terms of practitioners versus lay people, or however you want to say it? I mean, technical language. Is it just for the internal? You know, how do we have this? How do you relate this definition to someone off the street versus somebody who's been juggling for fifty years? And how do you? How does the technical language go with that? Do you know what I'm talking about, that concept? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's, that's been brought up many times. Yeah, I think the approach there is like language out in the world, it is whatever it is. But if I have a technical language and I have an understanding, like, first of all, the first piece in that puzzle is to understand why we ended up in the place we're at. That's, like, that's key in this whole thing. Like, how come? Because I can explain, like, okay, now we've done two hours here, but... I can explain how we ended up in that spot where juggling means these two things. It's not that big of a mystery. Of course, it's 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 messy, but 
you can understand how we ended up in that place, just yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. You can, as a juggler, you can understand that. So that would be great if that understanding became more developed. And then uh, when you're out then in the world and you you end up in a position where there is confusion because the language isn't specific enough. Like, let's say someone go if becomes confused because they see... Yeah, they, we saw this juggler, but then he was doing Diablo, let's say. If you then have the understanding of why we ended up in that place, you could just explain it. Yeah. Whereas now I think that if you don't have that understanding, you just go, no, that's juggling too. And then you're just in this back and forth with no... Mm. with no ending no but that's not juggling yes it is no it's not <laughs> yes it is you just go it doesn't go anywhere right but if you have the understanding and the ability to 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 lay out that that progression of how that word has been used i think you can actually understand the situation and then it also it, be, it doesn't it's not dramatic anymore also because you understand how it got so screwed up yeah yeah you totally know? I think I think when you when you first started talking about the definition publicly, um, there was a small percentage of people who were like, "Well, your definition won't make sense to the like your because again they're looking for a very concise soundbite and that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But your definition won't make sense to the person off the street and therefore it's not valid. And it's just like, well, what and that brings up all these questions. What is your responsibility to educate people? Like, what is where do you draw the line of context? You've talked to me about that a lot before. Where it's like, how far back do I have to explain? If we're talking about the definition of juggling, like how far back do I have to explain what what we're talking about here? Like, do I assume, like you say, it's it's like, like even not, I mean, not not to be an idiot, but like, do you speak English in this? Just that we can communicate, like, in, you know, you you speak Swedish, I don't. Right. So, well, are you going to teach me Swedish to get to like, where does your responsibility lie? in terms of understanding this definition. And that's just something we've struggled with. And that's yeah. what you've struggled with in terms of communicating these ideas to other people. Because where do you draw the line of like, how far back you're going to go to know what we're talking about, that we can have a common ground. That's been a struggle, I think. Yeah, yeah, how far back? I mean, I feel like... Oh, you've the, tried the more things. the more we have that conversation of explaining how we got to the place mm. where we're at i think the more refined that those explanations are gonna get right but i think we have to we have to get the understanding first right and if we're gonna get if we somehow are gonna get the understanding i think as a community as a culture we have to start um value putting value on on understanding and also putting value on seeing connections between the different areas of of knowledge within juggling uh yeah i mean i've been trying that with juggling history to try to elevate that conversation a little bit like we shouldn't just give these historical descriptions of acts or or careers we should also try to point to the consequences that those historical events had on the art form the way it looks like today. Mm. Because when we make those connections, that's when that historical information becomes valuable to the art form and to the community. 
otherwise it's just obscurities, you know? Mm. And it's just as connected to juggling as my stamp collection. <laughs> right, right. You know? Cool. Oh, yeah, okay, maybe I get connected. Maybe I, get, I, I see a connection if I become interested in a trick that I want to learn from juggling history. Like I see a Salerno ring. It's uh-huh. like, oh, I would like to learn that. Mm. Okay, well, maybe then I could dive into that little specific area of, of juggling history. But if we got to the point where the community understood the value of a greater understanding, kind of the overview Mm. of juggling history and juggling development, like they do in, let's say, philosophy or architecture or painting or any... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cry. Any other field, right? Yeah. If we got to that point, that would be fantastic. It doesn't mean that everybody has to remember Cinquevalli's birthday. Yeah. But we can understand that there, there's been people in the past and, and the activities and the things that they did and the development that took place that has consequence on the activity that we are involved with right now. Yeah. Well, man, I want to say you're a hero for talking about all this. And thank you so much for all your work on it. It means a lot to me. And can we please be done? talking about all this old stuff from now on and just move forward is that okay yeah it's that's fine thank you for your uh, <laughs> par- participation and for like my facebook says <laughs> <laughs> cool man holding out for so many years all right well talk to you soon peace bye bye